0: Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leake and Suzanne Paling.
1: In our third conversation with Kevin F. Davis, we asked him for his thoughts on candidate experience, what to focus on in a phone interview, and his favorite business and sales books.
2: One of the phrases we hear a lot these days is the candidate experience and how that can be important to helping you stand out uh, against your competition or attract great talent and make a strong impression during the interview process. So what are your thoughts on the concept of the candidate experience?
0: First of all, you need to get on with it. The best candidates have other options. And so if you drag your heels in your interview process, that's a mistake. I think another common mistake that companies make is they set the bar too high with their description of the job. They're must haves, right? You must have this, must have that, must have this, must have that. It's often written by HR. And then candidates look at all these requirements and then they self-select themselves out of that and say, well, I'm not even going to try for this job because I don't have the qualification. And yet, without a doubt, the best candidates that I've ever hired throughout my career was an individual or individuals that were slightly underqualified for the position.
2: Could you explain that a little bit more?
0: Well, one individual was an MBA, right? I remember that. And he came in and he thought he had the world all figured out. I need you to make sales calls. I need you to go out and create value with our customers and drive a revenue number. And then I would hire another person that maybe didn't have the rich background. He came out of his four year college, went out into the workplace, and then had a sales position and then got his MBA. And then I hired him and found out eventually that hiring him was a mistake because he kind of thought that he was better than things. He wasn't really coachable, he didn't really work as hard. And yet I can think of an individual right now. He rose to a position uh, where he was managing over a thousand people for a high tech company years after I hired him. I hired him in an on-campus interview when I went to the university that he was attending as a four-year student. And so did he meet the criteria that were listed on my company's job position? No, but he happened to be, believe it or not, in Southern California, the captain of his university's ice hockey team. Hard to imagine. I didn't know there were colleges in San Diego that had ice hockey teams, but there are. (laughs) And he rose to just tremendous success throughout his career. So he was unqualified. He was not somebody that probably would have applied for a position in my company. And so I think we have to open ourselves up. You know, if you were to loosen your must-have requirements for the position a little bit, what would that look like? The benefit, of course, is that you bring in more candidates. And for them, it's the people that perceive that there's a tangible step up in their career path. Some I work with in one industry where they're notorious for hiring their competitor salespeople. Well those are all pretty much lateral moves. That person that's coming in it's like a job rotation you know if this one doesn't work out they'll go work for another company in that industry and they just kind of circle on around and you know there's no real ambition to get better and I think that's where the underqualified the proverbial fire in the belly that's what you want. You want somebody that's really works hard. And that's somebody who perceives they're here and wants to get here. Mm -hmm. It's not a lateral move for them. It's a tangible step up in terms of their job responsibilities, potential for improvement or increased responsibilities, uh, income potential, challenge of the product line, you know, the sophistication of your solution set. Those are just some of the possible characteristics of a tangible step up Again, we could bring this principle back into the initial screening interview and say that, are you knocking some people out because they don't meet all of your minimum must-haves and do you need to take another look at those must-haves to open yourself up to people that have a real fire to improve themselves?
2: And when I think of advice, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what I heard is if I'm looking for advice as a sales hiring leader in my phone interview, The four things I wrote down that I heard you say was that we probably should be thinking out of the box for our must-haves, that we want somebody who's coachable, Mm -hmm. that we're looking for someone with fire in the belly, and that we really want someone who's wanting to look for or know or seeking the tangible next steps up, not just a lateral move. Would you say those are good four things that sales leaders should be thinking about, looking for in that initial phone interview?
0: Definitely.
1: So for our third season of Sales Hiring Straight Talk, Kevin, we're going to start something called the lightning round. We're always curious, and I know you might sometimes be curious too, about what sales leaders like yourself read. So we're going to ask you about your favorite business book, your favorite sales or sales management book, and then just your favorite book in general. So we'll start with your favorite business book.
0: The Leadership Pipeline by Ram Charan. And in that book, the authors describe the sequence as a leader moves up the organization from individual contributor to first-line manager, and then from first-line manager to manager of managers, and then to the next step up, those transitions, the challenges that each has. And it just leads to introspection, or the, I think that's the title of a book, is what got you here won't get you there. And sometimes the characteristics which made you successful in your previous position can actually inhibit your success in a leadership role. And that's what the leadership pipeline helped to illuminate for me.
1: What is your favorite sales or sales management book other than yours?
0: Uh, I've read it many, many times. It is uh, the greatest salesman in the world. Augmandino. Yeah. It's a very thin little paperback. It was Mm -hmm. published back in 1968. Every time I read it, it's like, oh yeah. I mean, so it's really about the psychology of sales success, the mental framework that we bring to every day, every minute of our contribution to the world. Really can't recommend that book highly enough.
1: Is there a certain part of it, a certain piece of advice that has really motivated you through the years?
0: I think that it is a book that I turn to when a loss or a failure, we lose a deal or something like that, you know, you get frustrated with mm-hmm. being in the marketplace. Any salesperson that ever tells you he or she hasn't lost a deal is somebody that you should not listen to ever again in your life, okay? <laughs> what Og Mandino does is help you to look for the lessons and then translate those lessons into your daily outlook to make you receptive to them and get up the next day and work harder at success. So Get it, learn from it, turn it into a better day the next day.
1: I like that a lot. And then last but not least, just your favorite book in general.
0: Oh my gosh. There's just so many of them. I can't begin to categorize any specific one, but Under the Tuscan Sun is a great read. I mean, it's got everything in it. It has 56,000 reviews on Amazon. Wow. Wow. It's a five-star review book. And need I say more?
1: No, it obviously (laughs) deeply affected people who read it.
0: Yeah, well, for me, it taught me about a part of World War II that I never really knew about. And there are other things, too, about the whole challenge of what they went through and what a dynamic situation it was. Anyway.
1: Well, thanks for sharing sure. those books. I'm sure all of our listeners will benefit from your recommendations.
0: Thank you. It's been great to talk to you.
2: Kevin, we really appreciate you joining us today and taking your time to share your thoughts with us. I want to mention your book again. It's the Sales Manager's Guide to Greatness, and it's an excellent resource for tips and ideas to make your phone interviews stronger and more effective amongst other things that we learn from it. So thank you, Kevin.
0: Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Suzanne. Pleasure to talk to you today.
1: Pleasure to speak with you too
0: we're here to be a resource for you visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library sales hiring straight talk so your sales hiring interviews rock